Welcome back to Life in the Bree. This is Amy Embody with the Center for Redemptive Education. It's a new year, but it's not a new series. We're going to pick right up where we left off in our consideration of parenting and leadership styles. We looked last time, which would have been a few months ago, at permissive parenting. And in all of these, we are considering three key areas, warmth, expectations, and support. Support, however, comes in two pieces, accountability and providing strategies. So again, warmth, expectations, and support, meaning how much accountability is in play and how many strategies are offered by the parent or the leader. So as we talked last time about permissive parenting, we were talking about typically high warmth, but low expectations. And when it comes to support, it was a mixed bag. It tended to be pretty active in providing strategies, but abysmally absent is any kind of accountability. So high warmth, low expectations, and a mixed bag in support. We saw that the outcomes of permissive parenting are exactly what we're seeing increasing in our culture today, sadly. Anxiety, impulsivity, narcissism, aggression, a sense of entitlement, many disorders that are social, emotional in nature. Today we're going to look at the opposite end of the pole, which is authoritarian styles of parenting or leadership. Now in our three main categories, we're going to find that an authoritarian approach is typically characterized by low warmth. There's not a strong relational connection. There's perhaps a sense of oppression or fear of the authority who is the parent or the leader. Um, low warmth, but very high expectations, high demand, high requirements. Um, because I said so, you do this. Um, I expect better from you. People in our family succeed. I am expecting you to get all A's. Uh, you better make the team. Or I'm disappointed in you that you weren't number one in your class. So low warmth, high expectations. But once again, in the category of support, we have a mixed bag. But it's the other way around from permissive parenting. It tends to offer absolutely nothing in terms of helpful strategies. There's no sense that the parent or the teacher or the leader is a partner to the child. There's no sense that, okay, I'm going to help you find some new ways to approach this problem where you haven't been as successful as you and I have wanted. Let's try this. Or let's use a new way of approaching this issue. Or let's strategize together. Here's some things that other kids have tried that have been successful. Do any of these sound good to you? No, that is absent in authoritarian approaches. However, there may be a high level of accountability, especially if you're talking about end accountability. In other words, you lay down the law, you pose a big expectation, you do nothing to help support it, you do nothing to offer support along the way or encouragement or um, to come alongside, but 
at the due date, down comes the law. You didn't accomplish it. You didn't make the tryouts. You were late turning in your report. That is an authoritarian approach. And sadly, it is often the, the approach that's closely associated with at least old school evangelical circles because of their high valuation and their high belief in a biblical view of authority, but it takes it beyond a biblical view. It doesn't show a servant leader. It shows a fierce leader, um, an exacting leader, and it tends to call forth fear and anxiety. However, in terms of outcomes, which I'll telescope into this podcast as well, the outcomes of authoritarianism tend to not look so bad initially. Um, kids toe the line for a while. Kids obey until they bust out. Cultures will uh, acquiesce to fearful levels of oppression until there's a revolution. So the outcomes of an authoritarian approach, say in a home, can be children who look compliant. They look really good to the external eye. But when they get their courage up, or when adolescence hits, or when they finally go off to college and they finally feel like they can make choices about their lives, things tend to devolve really quickly. There can be anger, long-standing resentment, cynicism about everything associated with the parents or the teacher or the school. This is a grievous thing, and especially when it's associated with Christian parents or a Christian youth group or church or a Christian school or, or a homeschooling family. Well, nobody ever wants it to turn out that way. We want to train up our children in the way they should go. And especially in some of our households, we can be heavy-handed. Um, as administrators of schools, as if we're the principal, we can be the heavy. We can be the one who, who brings down the consequences. Now, I speak from experience because although I never intended to, to approach my parenting from an authoritarian perspective, in retrospect, I see some of those errors and I see some of those outcomes. For example, in our home, we wanted to have a high valuation placed properly on scripture and on scriptural principles. And so on my fridge, I had scriptures like, um, if anyone will not work, he will not eat. And I would use that as a reference point for you don't do your work, you're not getting snack until you do your work. Now, it's not that there's anything really wrong with applying something scriptural that way, but it better be super, not just balanced, but counterbalanced tremendously by the grace and the mercy of the Lord, which are what all we can live with. Who can stand before his throne? None of us, none of us adults. And in fact, if we are in work situations where our boss or the board or um, the authority structure takes that view of things, it's an oppressive place to work. And it tends to be characterized by fear, resentment, anxiety, and people talking and complaining behind the backs of the authorities. Or 
it may foment outright a revolution. Um, so every scriptural exhortation that we use in the lives of children or employees or um, those who are under our leadership ought to be more than counterbalanced by invitations to his gracious throne of grace and um, demonstrations of our own need as leaders, as parents, as teachers, for daily forgiveness of the Lord and mercy and grace. And that should be the air that we breathe in our homes, in our homeschools, in our learning communities, in our workplaces, if they are led by godly Christians. So we certainly do not want our children growing up under an authoritarian perspective that places heavy burdens. This is what the, the uh, Pharisees did. This is what was hateful to our Lord Jesus Christ. He hated it more than he hated anything else in terms of leadership. This religious, oppressive, self-righteous, prideful, hard-nosed approach that now we call authoritarian. So, oh dear, what are we to do as parents, as leaders, as teachers? Well, we want to prayerfully ask the Lord to help us live in the sweet spot, which we'll talk about next time. That is authoritative parenting, authoritative leadership. Very different, both from permissive and from authoritarian approaches. So till next time, this is Amy Embody praying for you today that the Lord will lead you and guide you into understanding his own grace and mercy and his own authority and the roles that these play in your life as a believer and in your life as a leader or a parent or a teacher. Till next time. <music>